0: You found something. You found the Rebel Base Card Podcast. What a piece of junk. I'm your host, Greg McLaughlin. Uh, this as clumsy as he is stupid. Join me as we discuss Star Wars trading cards and card collecting.
1: We need a statement, not a manifesto.
0: We'll talk about sets from the original vintage. No, no, the one I'm pointing to. All the way to current releases. This? Yes. All right, let's get started. Commence primary account. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Rebel Base Card Podcast. It is nice to have you here. I'm very excited tonight to talk to Ben Abusada, who is a top sketch card artist. He was nice enough to sit down with me a few weeks ago and record a full interview. You may have heard some of him on a previous episode as we were leading up into Celebration because the information that we talked about during that, that part of the, the interview was more pertinent to the Celebration discussion. Uh, But this is the full interview. Very excited to get to share this with you, so I will keep my opening remarks, albeit a little short tonight. I did want to say we are kind of going post-celebration. I'm I'm hoping that everyone had a chance to kind of, you know, organize their swag and kind of calm down, uh, recover from a cold. I know I had some uh, dental issues that I was kind of recovering from, but I hope you're okay and back in your own grind, and, and now as we kind of get past the all the rush and excitement of the the trailers for Episode Nine and The Mandalorian and Clone Wars, and you've had a chance to digest all this information. We're going to kind of be in sort of a bit of a lull, probably until San Diego Comic-Con around the, what, in the summer, June, July. So this is probably a good time to kind of take a step back and kind of just sort of figure out what, what's going to happen between now and then. Um, I know that at least on the card front, um, although we did have a very quiet release of some Star Wars Resistance cards, and I do I have seen them even on the uh, the Target uh, website. I don't think they're coming to the stores. If they are, I'll be excited because it'll be easier to kind of piece together uh, if you're going to be buying blaster boxes rather than trying to buy them online and having them shipped to you. But I don't really see anything on the calendar until July when we have a Chrome Legacy set from Tops that's coming out. And that one's going to be a hobby exclusive. It's going to be it's going to be a pretty big set. So not a whole lot release-wise between now and then, uh, which does give me some time to kind of organize the collection a little bit, uh, maybe fill in some holes, maybe kind of take a step back and see what I'm going to kind of be looking for. Because I know when we get into the fall, and especially Force Friday and the Journey to, uh, there's going to be the the big the big release of those that will hit retail and hobby. Uh, And also, as you get into the movie itself, you'll have the Movie Series 1, Episode uh, 9's release, which will probably be in December uh, when the movie comes out. So two big releases for me personally. I may take a flyer on some of this Chrome Legacy because I have had some Chrome cards before. I do like them. Uh, It's not necessarily a a set that I am chasing at the moment, but it's one of those things sometimes you kind of look back and go, you know what, maybe I will take a flyer on those. Uh, and add them to my collection. Maybe it's something you want to look at for years. But at any rate, once again, this is a good time to kind of uh, get a chance to talk with people, kind of like, you know, get get ready for the next things. I know that on the calendar we have uh, Joliet Star Wars Day on June 1st, and there are some cards that they release just there And uh, there's some artists, you know, Dave Dorman, uh, Mike Babinski, James Tampa, I think just to name a few who will be doing special cards for that. And that's something that I'm going to be kind of looking forward to and going to be trying to get down there to try to pick up some of those cards. And if I can pick up any more of the 501st, which I know is going to be there, uh, I'm starting to kind of get into these 501st cosplay cards. Uh, They're very nice. It's kind of like these swag cards. And if I can get people to sign them, that makes it even funner at any rate. But I wanted to go ahead and play you this interview with Ben and I will come back at the end to kind of wrap things up. I hope you enjoy it so just to get started tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do
1: what I do so yeah I've uh, with regard to Star Wars I am um, I've been a huge fan of Star Wars since I was three so uh, so I grew up. On Star Wars, um, I think I was collecting. Uh, I was into Matchbox and Hot Toys, or not Hot Toys, um, Hot Wheels cars. And uh, mom and dad took me to see Star Wars, and uh, it was like it was gone. Everything was. Everything else before that was gone. So, um, so for me, I've been a fan since 1977, since I was a kid, and yeah. And so, what I do um, right now, what I'm doing is, I am an artist that uh, does contract work with Topps trading cards. So I'm a Topps artist. Um, they will send me requests to be a part of their Star Wars sets and various other sets and um, you know and I really enjoy doing it I uh, started about uh, it was the second no it was the first series for Rogue one as uh, when I started in 2016 okay Yeah So what I do I basically I do sketch cards uh, for their sets and um, re- most recently I was uh, kind of achieved something that a lot of artists, Hope to do, and that is to actually get a base card inserted into a set. And um, had that happen with the Galaxy set that was released in 2018. So that was very exciting for me uh, personally. It was kind of a uh, an unexpected uh, thing that happened. I wasn't even wasn't even on my radar to uh, to work towards that. And I got the invite and and the approval. And it was a grueling process, but uh, but that was probably the the pinnacle of of this hobby slash side gig that I that I enjoy.
0: Yes, and I'm actually sitting in, um, in front of a the Topps Galaxy Number 6, which I, I did want to get into in a little bit. But growing up, tell me some about your artistic inspirations. Like, who really motivated you? Uh, maybe not necessarily, t- I want to be an artist because of this person, but um, maybe some of the styles and so forth.
1: Yeah. Well, Star Wars in general um, just influenced me. And I will say... Um, the Ralph McQuarrie art, I didn't, you know, as a kid, you have no idea what you're looking at, who made what you're looking at, right? So all I remember is being a kid when they started releasing all of this uh, production artwork. Um, it just fascinated me. And I just remember uh, being drawn to, uh, to Ralph McQuarrie's work, um, all of this concept art. And uh, especially the things that we'd see, you know, the back in the day, if you remember this, they would have, you'd see those paintings of um, Ralph Macquarie's that were things like there was an underground lava thing where the emperor sat and things like that. So there's just a lot of fascinating things that uh, really drew my attention. But um, what I would find myself doing a lot growing up was uh, drawing stormtroopers over and over <laughs> and over <laughs> and over. So um so I would say, you know, Ralph McQuarrie was a big influence in just the designs of Star Wars uh, for myself. And then I did have, um, you know, my mom pushed me to draw. Uh, she didn't push me, it sounds, sounds bad, <laughs> but she highly, she highly encouraged that creativity. And uh, my grandfather was an architect, so he would draw a lot. So there's a lot of art in my family heritage, for sure.
0: Now, did you pursue it in school?
1: now this is the thing i was doing um i when i was in middle school into high school i started uh, getting into uh comic book art and illustration i really was was um desired pursuing that and i started uh looking at things i I visited the kansas city art institute and um was exploring that Um, but i did not go to school to do it Um, but it was something i was looking at for sure and then what happened I picked up a guitar and I started singing and I took the music route. That kind of became my, my main focus. Uh, but I came back to the art stuff a few years ago when I rediscovered how how much I love that tapping into that part of uh, my brain. You know, we all kind of need that creative outlet. And uh, I rediscovered this and, how, and I found it to be extremely therapeutic um, when I started doing it again and uh, decided, you know, I had a friend who was a... Uh, an artist for, uh, for tops. And I should have mentioned him as well. He was also an influence for what I'm doing right now. Um, His name is Todd Aaron Smith. He's one of the artists uh, that you'll see his name frequently on on a lot of stuff. He does a lot of baseball stuff right now too, but uh, he lives here in Kansas city and uh, he and I went to the same church and I started talking to him and he uh, was telling me what he, what he does. And he was a storyboard artist for family guy and, um, you know, uh, Batman, he was part of the Batman the animated series in the 90s. He helped create Harley Quinn. So I was like, man, you're doing exactly what I grew up wanting to do. And he said, hey, man, would you, I just got an invite to do this uh, set of cards. Would you be open to, like, designing one of the cards I have to do? And then I'll, I'll redraw it. And you could say that you were a part of a, an official Star Wars item. I'm like, oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> so he gave me that taste. And uh, then... After after I did that, he said, "You know, you're not actually very, you're not really too too bad. You should really think about trying uh, working. You know, give yourself a year and and see if you can do this." So I did. Here I sure am. So, oh, wow.
0: is this what you're able to do professionally, or is this sort of, is this a side hustle? Or
1: this is a, this is all side hustle for me. I for my day job, I actually work for like a local church here in uh, in Overland oh, wow. Park, Kansas. Yeah. So that's like my day job, and uh, this, all of this that I do, is all side hustle, and uh, it's really a creative outlet for me. So,
0: that's awesome. Uh, that yeah. does sort of lead me into my my next set of questions regarding this. Is since this is a side hustle, how do you how do you find the time for this, and how do you separate yourself so you can kind of focus on it?
1: Now, that's a good question. Uh, time is hard. There are seasons that are. Uh, easier than others, for sure. Um, what I uh, what I usually do is since the since these requests that come through from uh, from tops or upper deck, um, they just give you basically they send you the cards and they say they need to be done by this date. So there's a lot of flexibility for my own self. So what I'll end up doing if I get a project, I might stay up till one or two in the morning uh, <laughs> through through a stretch during a week.
0: I believe it and just
1: get them and just get them done. But you know, I'll pop on Netflix and let it play, or YouTube and listen to podcasts, and let them play while I'm drawing. What's your studio look like? Uh, right now, it's uh, extremely messy. I have <laughs> uh, I'm sitting in it right now as I'm looking around. Um, it's in the basement of our home, and uh, to my left is the uh, washer and dryer. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I have and I, but I have a nice a nice area. I've kind of made this room my uh, my geek cave, you might say. So some of the things I've got in the room, I have my hot toys, my Star Wars collection uh, in in a couple of glass cases. And I've got other people's artwork around me, some comic books on the wall. Um, And I've got a little desk here that I work at. So it's my, my, uh, you know, I'm also in a home with, I have three daughters. And uh, so this is, yeah, and I love it. But, uh, you know, they're all entering their teenage years, so this is my quiet abode when, when I need to escape.
0: <laughs> I, can, I, I believe that, yes. As a father of two, yeah. it is something to wear. Yeah, it's, it's Grand yeah. Central Station.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Let's go back to that. Um, now, as you're sort of getting established, that Rogue One set back in, what, 2016? Yep. Um, so it started off with sketch cards. How many? Let's talk about that first. Uh, dealing with tops. How did that?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How did that end up? You, you got the, you got the gig, and then what happened next?
1: Uh, they basically send you um, they send you the cards. So I had fifty cards sent to me um, in September of 2016, and um, the deadline, if I remember right, was I think it was early December, or it might have been November. Um, so we basically, um, all the artists had, uh, had to work that stretch and get them done by, uh, by that deadline. And once we, uh, once we got those done, you send them back. They send you the shipping label, all that stuff. So you just send them right back when you're done. It's pretty simple. I mean, it's, it's a pretty hands-off. When you're doing the sketch cards, it's pretty hands-off. I will say that first set, I, I did forget this. They did have some requirements with that first set that were very different from the following ones. Um, really. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember the number that 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 they had us do this, but they wanted us to draw. I th- I want. I'll just use a number. Uh, one of the other artists that may listen to your show may say no, he's wrong. But <laughs> it was uh, it was I I want to say twenty cards, and then they wanted us to duplicate a certain amount of those. So we had to redraw. We had to pick the cards that we had done, and we had to redraw a certain amount of them uh, that would fill up the rest of those, the rest of the fifty. So they had us drawing duplicates um, during that set. I'm not sure why. I uh, don't know what the thinking was. They didn't really have explain it to us, and they didn't have to. Um, but it was a it was a it was my first experience uh, doing that. It was uh, it was a little different. So I, in some ways, it was easier in the sense you didn't have to find or seek out um, references because back then one of the requirements too was we couldn't we could only use references that were already released. And at that point in time, it was, I think we had the one trailer, uh, maybe two, I don't even know if the second one was out yet. We had one trailer, any images that were in any magazines and uh, anything that was on that behind the scenes uh, theater reel that they used for celebration that year. Mm -hmm. Um, the, The one request or one thing that they said was you cannot use behind the scenes type photos. So, for instance, we couldn't use the actress uh, Jin Urso sipping a glass of a cup of coffee. You know what I mean? (laughs) That kind of stuff. If 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 she if they happen to catch her, you know what I mean. So, uh, those were the kind of requirements we had for that set. It was different. I don't I don't think we've had to do that since. I can't recall uh, having having to do that again. So,
0: well, it probably it probably helps that you know as you were talking about like drawing something over and over again, especially if you have to duplicate it several times, I can't even write my name the same way more than three or four times without
1: looking incredibly different. <laughs>
0: yeah. Did that present a challenge as far as having to duplicate it over and over?
1: Yeah, it, it does. You try to redraw it as, as close as you can. And I know that some, uh, sometimes what, what the artists do is they will, um, they might get, uh, what's that carbon copy paper.
0: I've mm-hmm. seen
1: that, that where they'll do carbon copy and they'll, They'll scan the card that they drew, print it off um, and then they'll trace their outlining that they did for that previous card and then they'll pull the out they'll have the outlining on the card and then they'll draw over that outlining so that so they try to at least get that down so it's easier but I mean it- it's still a-, a lot of work you still have to do all the rendering with the coloring and and the outlining and inking and all that stuff so
0: yeah, And what's They're, the size of those? They were all
1: trying to find They' were all trying to find as many shortcuts as they could.
0: Mm. what's the size of those cards that you got?: They're
1: uh, uh, two and a half by three and a half. Yeah. Try to it's out. a basic standard trading card size. so and then you have to sign
0: the back, right?: That's-
1: Yeah. Yeah, actually, uh, that is also a rule too. I, I don't know if you've noticed that, or if, if you've talked to any other artists, but with Tops, they um, they request that we don't sign the front of the cards. Uh, we oh. sign the back. They don't want us signing the fronts, um, and they tell us that um, that if we do, they will likely be rejected. Um, so I'm not I'm not sure why, but that's one of the things they ask us to to not do. Oh, that's so have you
0: come across fans that have had those cards or that have found those sketch cards the rogue one uh, yes or just in in general
1: yeah any of the sketch cards i've done i um yeah i've had i, I see them um i actually had uh i youtube i searched my name on youtube one day <laughs> just to see some that's dangerous. Know, what was out there yeah right um you know sometimes where i'm you feel like you're glutton for punishment but i did and I found uh, there was a guy that had posted a video of his uh, Topps trading card pull, and he pulled one from that set. And uh, it was pretty pretty fun to watch his uh, his <laughs> excitement. He was he was very excited to pull a sketch, so that was cool. That's that's uh, cool. That's probably the most rewarding part of this whole thing is is just you know seeing fans excited about the art that you contribute to it.
0: Is there? Of the ones you've done, so we, what we've had since Rogue One, we've had, um, how, many, how many sets have you done since
1: that point? Oh, my goodness. Uh, done a lot. Um, I want to say, I'll say up to 16, maybe. I, I don't know. Actually, I'd have, to, I'd have to look. But I will say um, probably some of my favorite stuff that I've been a part of are the things, are the sets that you have pretty unlimited use from the films. Uh, I really enjoy drawing from all all of the films that are available. So, um, I think the first time that I was able to do that was Galactic Files. Twenty seventeen was when mm-hmm. they released Galactic Files Reborn. That was the first set I was able to draw things from the prequel prequel era, um, which was fun. Um, and I think immediately after the Rogue One series one and two, we did um, we I think we did Star Wars fortieth anniversary set that sounds about right yeah and then we started doing um road to the last journey to the last jedi or something like that (laughs) um yeah but we had to draw force awakens characters for that only which was really odd but
0: once you sort of get into the mix with them are they is it a regular basis or is there a rotation of artists how can you go on that
1: yeah um I don't know exactly how they make the decisions on, on who to invite. Um, all I can say is that for me, since I've done the Rogue One series, uh, Series One, I've been invited to every set since then. Um, so I'm not sure. But I've also seen artists that were a part of the set um, not get invited um, to other ones. So I, And I don't know. I really don't know what their decision, how they decide. I don't know if it's, you know, they look at their... the the artwork the content or if they look at how they're if they're meeting the expectations or deadlines or you know the rules of the contract i don't know it's a good question all i can say is since that i've been doing them and i've been invited so and i haven't turned one down yet
0: that's awesome is is there star wars it's star wars is there a character you like drawing more than others Mm. or is a favorite for you to draw
1: yeah that's a good question i i I find myself um, going through phases. Uh, I really love there was a a stretch there um, this past year. I was really, really enjoying. uh, 2018 was for me was a year of drawing a lot of prequel era characters. I really enjoyed uh, clone troopers. There's such a vast, uh, vast, you know, uh, array of different ones you can use and draw. I enjoy the clone trooper stuff. Helmeted figures are always fun to draw. Um, Boba Fett, I mean, Mm. he's awesome to draw Um, but uh, I would say too um, uh, I'm enjoying a drawing, Ewan McGregor, Obi-Wan is fun to draw the Revenge of the Sith version particularly, and of course the Alec Guinness uh, version of him as well, those are probably, as far as humans those are my favorites to draw probably because he's my favorite character
0: oh yeah? yeah, he is that's cool. That is very cool. Um, I wanted to. I wanted to talk about. Uh, I wouldn't be doing justice to the podcast if I didn't talk about your base card. Uh, as mm. I'm holding number six in front of me, um, that had to have been just surreal. If you um, maybe want me.
1: Very surreal. I think when I got the email, ask. Um, they sent them out in, I think it was September of 17 or August of 17. I, I think I might have either dropped my phone or, or I, because uh, I, I, I almost responded back. I told my wife, I'm like, I don't think this is right. I think this is an accident. Because uh, I'd only been drawing them for a year, with them for a year. Like, there's no way. Um, when I looked at who you know you start there's there's a facebook group for us artists where we can all communicate and talk and when i started seeing people that were not getting that ask i was i was really shocked and i i almost sent an email back and i'm like wanted to say man are, are you sure i'm the right one that you're asking this is this might be an accident but i my wife said yeah it's probably not a good idea um so yeah i was i was shocked because uh the galaxy set is I just remember that. I think it was, was it 93 when that first set came out? 93, 94? Yes,
0: the, the first Galaxy set, 93, which yeah, I man. still haven't yet got all of. Oh, I'm just starting oh, on yes. that.
1: The first thing I did when I got that ask was I got on eBay and I bought the entire set. Somebody had them all out there and uh, I bought it. Because um, I used to have the entire set back in the 90s and I, it got destroyed in a flood in my basement uh, at the time but i just remember that set being so uh it was uh, it was just groundbreaking back then you know just see I, I can't recall anybody doing something like that before where they just have all these various artists reinterpreting characters and scenes from the films and uh i just loved that set so it was quite a a thing for a lot of us artists to just um you know be invited to that was was pretty incredible for us um and i was i was beyond uh beyond happy it was awesome very cool thing to be a part of grueling process but good to be a part of
0: i'm also curious do they send you back copies of the card or are you do you run out to the store and grab them hoping you get yours
1: <laughs> yeah they sent us a box uh, for if you did a base card uh they actually sent us 50 uh, of, of the cards which was unexpected for me so
0: and then you got them like in each room, and, like you just send them with with the, with the kids to school. Like, here, take it, take <laughs> it. Yeah.
1: Like, hey, check this out. No, I, you know, I send. Obviously, you know, family, uh, they all want to want a card, and um, you know, and then it's it's also part of the way they they hope to be able to let you um, you know earn some income, some additional income from it. So I just slap them on eBay and say, hey, it's ten bucks if you want to you want to buy a signed card. <laughs> yeah, but they are very generous.
0: The decision to put Grievous and, and, the, um, and the battle droids on it, can you talk a little about that, or just?
1: Yeah. So in part, part of the process, they um, I'm actually going to pull the card out myself so I can look at it. Yeah, here we go. Um, so when, uh, when we got the invites, they asked uh, for first, they asked for us to send ideas, um, like what our top three ideas might be. They don't want to see a drawing they just want us to send text here's what we're thinking so i had i had sent two ideas um, for this card uh, my first one was i thought was going to be the one they'd go for which was a uh if you ever look at like the the star wars posters um they've always got the heroes in the foreground darth vader the menacing darth vader helmet in the background right Um, so my thought was, and I had done this on a sketch cover for somebody, um, the year before, and I thought, you know, it'd be cool to do a card where it's the opposite, where you've got all the, the empire or the, you know, the bad guys up in the foreground, like they're, they're playing the heroes. And then in the background is this looming visual (laughs) of Luke Skywalker, right? I thought that might be a fun play, um, to do. And then the second idea was, um, general grievous with uh, with his you know his minions um and the response i got was um hey i think it this is from the art director i think it would be great if you would run with idea two he uh, he said there's going to be a lot of darth vader uh submissions and he says and i think you this one will be uh, would be best for for the set so i said all right i'll run with it so uh, yeah, so that's what, what we did. That's what I did. I landed on on that, and it went through a couple of different transformations, and finally landed on on uh, on this one, this design.
0: And it's it's really nice, and I, I think it does. It is a bit unique in that set. You know, for starters, it's number six. So you're sort of like it's almost like a MySpace callback. Going man, you're in like the first. You're in the first <laughs> sheet, and then you go through. But yeah, I think if you kind of if yeah. I just kind of breeze through. There is some Clone Wars in there, but yeah, there's not. Um, it, it, I think it really is nice and unique to that set. Thanks.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh, I think he was right making that call. Definitely. So uh, there aren't too many uh, um, battle droids or any of that kind of thing. So, Excellent. That's that's their job, I guess. The art director's job is they see the big picture and they can see things before they happen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do you collect um, any of the other cards, or how do, how does your relationship with that, is it something where I don't want to see them, I don't want to collect them, or do you still, or if at all, collect the trading cards?
1: Yeah, um, actually I have, um, I, I try to keep myself uh, disciplined because it's extremely difficult. I also do the hot toy thing, which if you're familiar with um, those, those get extremely costly. So, um, so I do collect um, trading cards. Um, I'm not as... Avid a collector as as you know a diehard, but I'm a um, I do collect um, like if a new set comes out I'll go pick up a blaster box from Target um, or sometimes I'm one of those lazy collectors where I wait till somebody puts it on eBay and I can just buy the whole set um, I let I let other people do all the hard work. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, there's a collector's group on uh, Facebook that yes. uh, that I joined. Yeah, and so I've put requests out there before. In fact, the last set I bought off there was the New Hope Black and White set. Mm. Um, I just picked that up a, a couple months ago, and it's beautiful. Oh, my gosh, I it love it. It is this. really a nice set. Oh, I love it. So I'm waiting, and this was like a year and a half or so after the set came out, before I got them all, but I'm waiting for Empire Strikes Back, so it'll probably be... Um, next year before I get them. But, um, yeah, I do. I enjoy them quite a bit.
0: Yeah, that one's a large set, too, both an Empire, and that's one where I, you could probably go into debt try, if you were trying to do it the uh, old-fashioned way as opposed to yeah. picking them up as a set. But um, I like the uniqueness of that as opposed to some of these where it's like you can kind of see where these are going. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of those, a lot of those images are, are not common ones, which are really nice. Yeah. And I, so I, just, I. Oh, no, I'm just going to. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say one nice thing about them bringing Galaxy back. I know they have. This is the, the eighth Galaxy set, but I think just because over the last several years, the how many more people, how many more sketch cards and, and artists they're bringing in, I think it does make sense for them to continue this line because I think it just gives a nice, a nice callback loop to go, hey, look, not only are these. You know these are rare hits, but you can also get more from these artists, and you can get exposed mm-hmm. to so much more.
1: Yeah, oh, I agree. I, I I think I mean Galaxy. I was sad when they stopped that set, so it was exciting to see them bringing it back. I just think for collectors, um, you know, who haven't who haven't experienced that set, um, if they're you know if they've jumped on since what I think the last one before this was 2012, 2012 right. or 13, yeah. So right before the Disney. Disney buyout Um, they've been missing out on this and uh, hopefully hopefully they're pleased with it it's a it's a fun set I think hopefully they'll continue it exactly
0: so what's coming up for you as far as card work
1: well for myself right now uh, Star Wars has been extremely quiet uh, right now on the Star Wars front um, Mm -hmm. since I think the last set was the Empire black and white I'm not right, I'm mistaken. I think.
0: Yeah, there was uh, there was black and white, and there's been a couple of um, higher end sets, mm-hmm. mostly autographs and so forth.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so it's quiet on the Star Wars front. I'm anticipating that there will be some invites uh, coming out soon for whatever they may be releasing this summer. Um, but I was really hoping for a Phantom Menace 20th anniversary set, but mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to do that. Um, so for myself right now, I've got a Marvel set coming from Upper Deck um, that I'll be working on over the next month. Uh, but right now, that's as far as license work. That's kind of what uh, what I've been spending most of my time on since the uh, the last Star Wars set. Excellent. Yeah. Uh,
0: and if people want to interact with you, what's the best way? Where they can? Where can they find you?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm on the social. Uh, social media, um, you can just look up KS Geek Man, all one word, KS is Kansas, Kansas Geek Man. Um, I, it's one of those uh, handles that I picked when I just wanted to start sharing my collection online. And then the art stuff started growing, and I thought, man, that was really a dumb handle to pick. But <laughs> I'm stuck with it. So <laughs> I actually I actually put a thing out there. I was like, should I change my handle? And everybody's like, um, that's not a smart idea. <laughs> okay. Well, so if you just look up KS Geek Man everywhere, um, you can find me. You can find me on YouTube. You can find me on Twitter. Um, I'm mostly active on Instagram. Um, and then uh, I do have a Facebook page as well. So Excellent.
0: Now, yeah. this is going to come out after Celebration has landed. But I did want to ask, do you have plans for cons in the area? Or are there events that you're going to be attending? Uh, this year?
1: I don't have anything on my radar this year so far I've I did I did a con um, in two cons in 2016 and 17 and then uh, took a pause I've thought about doing some uh, traveling but uh, I don't know it just really every time I start to think about doing it I think about all the work and I'm like (laughs) oh I don't know so I just haven't I haven't made that commitment yet to uh, to travel anywhere. But if I get an invite, I probably would take it uh, take it pretty seriously. So right now, I don't have anything on my radar um, in 2019 to do con wise. So,
0: but you never know.
1: Yeah, you never know. You never know. You never know. I, that could totally change. Um, you know, if I get an itch to to go hit the road, I might I might do that. Excellent.
0: Excellent. Yeah. Well, I do appreciate um, you being with me today. It's been awesome to talk with you. And uh, I hope we see some great things for you coming up. I can't wait to see some of the next stuff you're going to be doing.
1: Well, thanks so much, Greg. I really appreciate it. And uh, really appreciate all the collectors that are uh, being a part of uh, the TOPS uh, collecting. It's, it's, it's awesome. Uh, there's nothing more uh, enjoyable for us as artists to see than, than uh, the collectors enjoying what we're doing. So thank you. Excellent.
0: Thank you. Once again, it was really great to have Ben on the program tonight. Uh, I think you got to give him some love on the socials and check him out. He's got some really good stuff if you haven't seen it. Uh, Just a couple of items to note. We are on your podcast, uh, Catcher of Choice, and you can subscribe if you already haven't uh, over at Apple Podcasts, at Google Podcasts, at Spotify, Breaker. We should be there. Just look for the Rebel Base Card podcast. I am also posting links uh, straight up on the web at rebelbasecard.com. Next up, I was fortunate to catch up with artist Mikey Babinski over at the Orland Park Comic Con. And you'll be hearing more of that conversation in May as we get more towards Joliet Star Wars Day on June 1st. So be looking for that in the podcast feed coming up. Really excited to talk to him. He was really awesome to spend a few moments and talk about him and the process and his work. Otherwise, we will see you next time here on the Rebel Base Card Podcast. The music for this podcast is brought to you under a Creative Commons license from Trent Reznor and Nine Inch Nails. This is Discipline off the album The Slip. This podcast is not affiliated in any way with Topps, Disney, or Star Wars, nor is it endorsed by Disney or Lucasfilm, and is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. All names and sounds, and any other related items, are properties of their respective trademarks and or copyright holders here in the U.S. and abroad. The official Star Wars website can be found at www.starwars.com.